I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. I want to say Happy New Year. Feliz Año Nuevo to all of our Spanish speakers out there. Um, and with us today, we've got uh, the doctor. Aloha. We've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. Yeah, I noticed we lost the always a pleasure gentleman. It was something we said, something we did, Joe. Oh, yeah, I was going to I was gonna work on uh, yeah. Feliz Navidad. I was going to well, go with the Feliz Navidad. I think I messed event. it up by going into the Spanish. So, yeah, that would have been good. Feliz yeah, no, it threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't land it. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Well, on maybe a new, next, next year. A brevity thing, year. Which, which I ruined by talking you know over it. 2021, I'm not going to do uh, gentlemen. That's it. It's done. Okay. okay. All right. It's I thing. imagine we burned that. Or lost that. <laughs> and we'll be joined by some very special guests soon. Yes. You know, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, Joe, I'm going to say a podcast with over 10,000 downloads. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so that's pretty. It might be 20,000 now. I mean, it's oh, going so fast. Whatever. We've got that going for us. So Exponential. Exponential yeah. growth. We no, we did. We did eclipse 10,000 before the end of the year. Did we get a badge for that? Because I do don't, get a, I look, we, we get a badge. Okay, that's all I went out on it for the badges. It's yeah, a badges? badge. Yeah, I'm just doing this for the badges, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I put. I have a little vest like the Girl Scouts that I put those on, and I wear them around. Yeah, just kind of that's my yeah. that's my subtle flex out in the thing. Yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was hoping it was Boy Scouts for you, but yeah, Girl Scouts. Makes well, sense. I like okay. the sash. I, I look better in a sash. <laughs> you know, they, uh, yeah, you know the so. the badges do better on the sash. That's a good point. That's a good point. Is better. Is that with the extra small shirt too? Yeah, exactly. Totally. Teachers by day, apparently scouts also by day, beer drinkers by night. We're lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer mecca within a beer mucka. Beer mucka? Mucka. <laughs> Truth be known, we started a little early tonight. Beer mecca within a beer mecca, sunny and warm all year long. True. And we have over 200 breweries and tap rooms, and slowly we are drinking our way through all of them. <laughs> so again, welcome. Pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And as always, please, with our social media, follow us on uh, I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I Like Beer the Po one and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. Hey, check out our website. Our website is fantastic. I Like Beer the Podcast.com. Uh, and then make sure you, you listen, subscribe, like, whatever it is. Uh, and and uh, make sure you virtually toast us also on Untap. Picked up a couple of new friends over the winter vacation. I will say the holiday season. Um, so I always like drinking with new friends. So feel free to do that. We will look to drink and cheers and toast you. Again, we're pretty much, I like beer, the podcast. That's where you can find us. We don't have commercials yet. <laughs> we don't ask for money yet. yet. But this is the way you can help us build our podcast. It's very much, it, it means a lot to us if you take the, the couple minutes to do it. And we have a special New Year's request for our listeners. We have just launched I Like Beer, the book club on our YouTube channel. We've joined forces with friend of the show, author, social activist, beard wonder, Ryan Wolt, to discuss a great book over a beer or two. So find us and subscribe. Joe, how, how would people find us? I like beer, the podcast on YouTube. Just 
type it right into the uh, search engine and we come up first. Kaboom. Pretty straightforward. Wow, Not because wow, it's great. an odd name, but because I'm so good at what I do. Because <laughs> of no, the wait, quality. No, wait, it's because it's an odd name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. oh. The quality of the content. I think we have three episodes. No, it's quality. Right that's fair. It's quality. Yeah. Quality Listen to us discuss uh, yeah. Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. The Waking classics. up on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, yeah. Another classic. Yeah, we, when we've got a few more coming out soon. Yeah. I'm going to write a book so I can be on it. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you read one of the books, you could be on it too. Yeah, and if you submit, if you're an <laughs> author, write one. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a good reader. If you're an author out there, submit your book and we'll read it. I'm yeah, gonna, there we go. I'm saying we really like it when we have the the author on there. We are joined tonight by special guests, our friends from Virgin Beer Company in our hometown of Carlsbad, California, Matthew Zerpolo and Mackenzie Graham. So welcome, Matthew. Welcome, Mackenzie. I, I want you to know this is a big night for us because uh, we're really bringing in our kind of our high school rivals tonight. I know we, we're we only a, probably a few years removed from being in, in high school with you guys. I mean, by maybe by 30 <laughs> years, uh, but we're Carlsbad, all Carlsbad alumni, and I knew you guys went to La Costa Canyon. So this is a big night. This is like a, a meeting of the minds, if you will. And so we're super <laughs> excited to have you guys on and uh, look forward to talking to you guys. Well, thank you. That's why I brought Mackenzie here tonight because she's like Switzerland. She's from Texas. So oh, we're perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> Neutral guest. Good. And maybe referee. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's how many beers we have, right? Yeah. Right. yeah right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us on. It's it's honestly really exciting to speak with you all. I know you know you've had the opportunity to speak with Matt before, but it's it's great to be here. So thank you. And it looks like you brought beer. What are we drinking tonight? Yeah, so we've got two beers. Uh, first off, we've got Clever Kiwi, which is our Nelson Dry Hopped Pilsner. You guys have that on hand? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Exhibit A. Excellent. So, Exhibit A, please taste, enjoy. This is a beer that, as a, a team, we absolutely love. Um, it's a pills, but it's got all of that like bright, delicious hoppiness that you want from particularly here in San Diego where like pale ales and IPAs just kind of rule all. It's really nice to kind of inject this delicious classic Pilsner with some nice hoppiness. So I'm excited to hear what you guys think. We get a lot of bright citrus. Those Nelson hops are from New Zealand, which is where the kiwi bird on the can comes from. Yeah. What do y'all think? Love this beer. I, I had it for the first time at the Carlsbad beer fest sometime back and the people in the beer line in front of me were going on and on about how much kiwi they picked up in the notes. And they were, and I got it, I'm like, I don't taste any kiwi. And I'm looking at the person serving, I'm saying, I don't taste any kiwi. He goes, there's no kiwi in it. That's just, that's what we call it the Nelson hops. I'm, okay. I'm not in kiwi and they are, but boy, were those two working hard to pick up some kiwi notes in it. <laughs> are you sure we didn't meet at that festival? Because it might have, it might have been. Do you remember that conversation? <laughs> it's one we frequently have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it's a, awesome. To me, this is like the perfect lunchtime beer. Yeah. In the summer, not not on a workday lunchtime, but boy, if I wanted a beer at, at noon, this is it. Uh, it's funny you say that too, because this beer is actually inspired by New Belgium's Shift. I don't know if you guys have ever had that. Yeah. It's a dry hop lager, and it's something that I think was ahead of its time. It's especially here in San Diego, it's just a, such a nice light beer that matches generally the sunny, warm weather that we have. And then everyone here loves hops, so you get that nice little kind of flavor and aroma that comes through with the Nelson on a clean, crisp, easygoing body. 
Yeah, I was gonna say it's it to me. It's like you said, it's an easy drinker, but it's got a ton of flavor. Yeah. So, so people that are looking for maybe something a little lighter, you know, you can enjoy this, but you're also getting a beer with a lot of flavor. And so, I mean, like I said, from a, I, I like to call them kind of porch pounders, those those crushable beers. But it, this is a very flavorful, you know, cr- crushable beer. Well done. Yeah, as far as Pilsner goes, this is definitely flavorful. Uh-huh. And two, three years ago, we were picking up some Pilsners, some lagers that were hopped up or dry hopped at the end. And it kind of tasted that like that, like a Pilsner yeah. that someone threw hops at. It didn't have the the, the balance, the, the, <laughs> the smoothness, smoothness, right? Yeah. And this certainly does. Yeah, it's very balanced, very good finish. Like, you know, yeah, it doesn't feel forced. I, I, I know what you're talking about. And, and sometimes you do get that where it's just like, well, they just threw stuff in there to and kind of force the flavor. This feels like it's part of the beer. So it's, it's a very balanced, uh, it's, a, it's super clean beer. Thank you for saying that too. It's, it's easy to over hop a light beer like a Pilsner, especially we live in San Diego where it's just, everyone loves yeah. throwing just more and more hops into everything. Right. But that's not always the solution, especially with a light beer like a German Pilsner, which is this is you want to delicately balance it and make sure that the hops aren't overpowering those nice Pilsner esters and don't take away from the body of it. One would say that you were clever about it. No, I, I can, like I said, this one uh, to me is, you know, I, you always kind of try and find those uh, kind of go-to beers where you can drink them almost on a nightly basis. Or, you know, what if you go out and you don't know the menu, if you see this on there, I would highly recommend ordering it. This is, this is going to quickly become for anybody who tries it a, a go-to beer, you know, as far as one of those ones you can just kind of drink over and over. So yeah, again, I, I can't, can't recommend it high enough as far as how how clean it is and how uh, refreshing of a beer, but with a ton of flavor. So thank you for sharing, and producer Joe, thank you for delivering. It's true. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes. Yeah, the five percent ABV is a, it's a little bit low for my lunch beers. I yeah, usually I try yeah, to yeah, right, hit right. the eight to ten at lunch. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a late lunch. <laughs> you don't have anything else. That's just lunch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I drink my lunch, so you know it needs to have some. <laughs> No, thank you. I would uh, definitely land it as a four, at least on our. Yeah, I'd say four plus on our on our on. You know, yeah. if you're looking rating wise, it's a, it's very good. Four two five for me. Yeah, I think I already have it in there as that. Oh, what's against your lips? It's so good. Hey, Mackenzie. A couple of weeks ago, when we had Matthew here, we got to hear all about his story. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what roles you play at Bergen? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I'm honestly, this is one of the best parts of my roles at Virgin. Um, I'm the marketing director, which means that I, you know, have the opportunity to participate and and be a part of everything that people see on an outward facing side, as far as our social media channels and website, email, all that kind of good stuff. But this opportunity to speak with you guys and participate in events like this, particularly in a year, well, now we're in 2021, but in a year that we, you know, have been moved into a new sort of virtual format for everything. Uh, this is one of the highlights of, of my work at Virgin. So thank you guys for inviting us here. It's it's honestly, I mean, truly a dream job. And I can say that with my boss on the line here. It's <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Well done. to get to you know pour beer for photos to design you know labels for this incredible product that we get to put in there i just i love being a part of this team and it's it's really fun to have a cold beer at the end of the day and to know all the people who who put so much effort and thought into making it happen so yeah mackenzie's being modest actually 
So when I'm looking at the pictures on Instagram and, and on the website, are you snapping those pictures? I am. Yeah. Nice job. I am. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. It's uh it's honestly an, an easy job when the, the beer is so <laughs> so delicious and pours so beautifully, but I appreciate that. Thank you. She's being way too modest, honestly, guys. She does everything <laughs> regarding marketing, PR, all the content. She does all the graphic design work. She literally does everything wow, that's creatively for Virgin. Um, before it was just me and my iPhone going around like <laughs> trying to make the beer look cool. Like, oh, cool! I, now I can put it in portrait mode. We'll step up a little bit. I'm really glad I didn't say the first thing that the person you had doing this before is awful. And, and <laughs> glad I kept that to myself. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. We did have a lot of people reaching out saying, "Wow." Who took over the social media? It looks so much better now. It not be anymore. <laughs> well, I know it's a podcast, but I'm definitely blushing. Thank you very much for those kind comments. And I will say I've learned everything that I, I know about shooting beer from Matt. So very thank good. you, Matt, and thank all nice. of you. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. So I want to say congratulations for you guys again on all, all the success you're having. Obviously, uh, great beers we've been tasting and stuff, but also even it, during this time, this COVID time, you guys have managed to expand a little bit and uh, opened up a new location, uh, the Oasis in, in Escondido. So what can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we've uh, we felt incredibly fortunate to be able to open up a new location, especially during this time. COVID has hit all of our businesses really hard. It's been hard in the retail environment and for all of our clients, all the restaurants, bars. But we had this opportunity that we just could not pass up. The old owners of Escondido Brewing Company reached out to us and asked if us and us alone would want to take over that location. And we just felt like it was a perfect fit and a great spot for us to expand in North County, um, where it's not too close, where it's going to cannibalize on our current location, but also into a nice new market and clientele. I'm also moving out to Escondido in like two weeks. So selfishly, <laughs> I need somewhere. Yeah, nice. That's smart. Shorten <laughs> the commute. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of people coming out from Escondido to the brewery. So we just felt that it would be, it's, it's kind of, I, we felt like it was an underserved market. I mean, you have someone out there, but there's not a lot of breweries right. out there. And we just really want to bring a lot of good beer out to the people of Escondido. Yeah, that's where Joe works. So he's looking for another place to have yeah. lunch. So yeah. now he's got another place. I'm actually looking for new lunch. works. Oh, that's yeah, perfect. So that's pretty good. So yeah, we'll have to connect. Yeah, I have an, my my business is in Escondido. So, and I know you guys have been doing a great job uh, doing with, or you kind of restarted again the delivery process as we went into the latest restrictions and stuff. And and so if you want you know, shout that out real quick in terms of uh, uh, what you guys are doing with regards to delivery. Absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, like, despite the craziness of this year, it has been awesome to just get creative and think of new ways to get our beer into the hands of folks in the safest way possible. Like, just a couple quick notes, like, Virgin, we self-distribute all of our beer. So any beer that you see across San Diego is delivered on a Virgin truck from a Virgin team member, which is awesome. And so when we were kind of hit with this new opportunity to to deliver to folks homes we like enlisted and kind of grew our our distribution team to to make that happen and they have just honestly like hit hit it out of the park um so you can order online at virginbeer.com and any order over fifty dollars gets free home delivery anywhere in san diego county nice and that includes anything you see on the website from 
merch to, of course, four packs, crawlers, growlers, all that kind of good stuff. So we're happy to bring it right to your doorstep. So Mackenzie, what did you say? Over how much? I'm on your website right yeah, now. He's going to put in his order right I'm, now. I'm ordering this clever chili right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some of the Carl's Dead Crush. We've got to get over 50. Wait, how much? 50? Over 50. That's five, five four packs of clever kiwi worth. Right, I'm ordering that right. I'm ordering five four packs of clever Good kiwi right now. Do yourself a favor and get some of that Carl's Dead Crush. Wait, how, how, can, I, can I get it like in about five minutes? Because I only got one right now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's next day home delivery. So. Oh, no, I need it now. What if I need it now? <laughs> Todd, order eight and I'll go get I'll go get yeah, them for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Joe will pick them up. <laughs> I'll, I'll deliver the four for you. Joe? Yeah, you fly, I'll buy. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I just walked out to my doorstep today, and there was beer just sitting on my doorstep. So I don't know how quickly it got delivered to you, but mine was good. But that was good, Todd. You uh, you kind of got that. I was, one of the things I would say, I think that's really interesting that you guys self-distribute because prior to, uh, uh, you know, basically going into all the lockdown stuff with COVID and everything else, uh, what I had really noticed over the last, you know, six months, a year is that you guys are everywhere. Um, I go to so many different restaurants and you guys are on the menu and, and all that. So that's uh, that's uh, really commendable that, you know, not only are you everywhere, but you guys are doing it yourself. So that's pretty cool to, to, to see that. So hopefully as we come out of the restrictions and everything else, we'll continue to see that. And, you, you know, we'll get, to get your beers and, and new places and more places now to a wider audience. And your swag is everywhere as well. <laughs> everywhere I go. So that's that's awesome. To yes. See. No, it's it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, also, I know you guys have some other milestones uh, that you uh, wanted to share with us tonight. So can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, a couple. Well, there's it's, it's been a crazy year. There's a couple things going on. We um, we opened, obviously, the Oasis. Uh, we have a new private event space that we just finished comp- building out that's next door to our brewery right now. And then we also have the Arbor, which is our little Italy tasting room and scratch kitchen. It's going to be opening in what looks like March, downtown San Diego. And on top of all that, we have our anniversary coming up next weekend. So congratulations. congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Mackenzie, ready? So you shared what you do at Bergen, but we want to know about your drinking preferences. What are your like go-to beer styles? Oh, I, I mean, honestly, that is... It's a hard question. It's sort of an easy question and a hard question. I think probably my the beer that I reach for the most frequently is a pale ale. Um, and we actually have a campaign that we, we run throughout the year called Push for Pales because that's pretty much like across the board what we just love at Virgin. Any team member, I mean, honestly, they're either going to reach for Clever Kiwi, the beer that you guys are sipping on now, or Carlsbad Crush, which is uh, our like core pale ale and honestly that's in my fridge at all times i absolutely love that beer it's like nice to have a beer that you can sip on and sort of work your you know enjoy and and have a pretty like manageable abv and and tons and tons of delicious hop flavor carlsbad crush is also super aromatic as well oh yeah you're familiar, Todd? Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of the podcast babes. Yeah, that's yeah. Our, in fact, I just put it in my cart right now. Am I allowed to break up. some news, Talent? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, you can break that the news. The uh, 2020 Beersies, Carlsbad Crush, is, is one of the nominees for Best Pale Ale of 2020. What? Highly coveted That's award. pretty big. That's yeah, game-changing yeah, yeah, news right yeah, there, and, yeah, and no one is. else knows because yeah. we haven't even uh, announced the Beersies yet. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. 
you. No, it's you guys. You guys are the ones that did it. We, you know, we yeah, just thank announced you. who wins. But yeah, uh, congratulations. Right. I'm actually putting them in my cart right now, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, release yourself some beer tonight, Mackenzie. Yes. Right. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mackenzie should be getting commission yeah. on all this. On this delivery. <laughs> yeah. Add more and more as we go. Well, there's one other beer I, I wanted to mention to you guys because we just made the announcement about it today. Um, and it's one that we're releasing for our anniversary. And I'm super stoked about it. So are you familiar with Moxa Brewing? I am not. Yes, I am not. They're a craft brewery. They they do a bunch of amazing stuff. Quite frankly, it sounds made up. <laughs> that was testing you. No, just kidding. Uh, so they're a brewery that we like. We're really good friends with. We admire a lot, and they make some excellent, excellent imperial stouts, pastry stouts, barrel aged stouts. And last year on our anniversary, we invited them to come and collaborate with us on a beer that we anticipated releasing for this anniversary. So here we are, and actually, I was looking back through our photos, um, Matt. This is kind of fun, but on we actually had the collaboration exactly one year to the day that we'll be wow. releasing this beer. Um, so it's a barrel aged imperial stout with moxa that we're releasing in bottles. It's the fifth course in our anniversary uh, beer dinner, and it's you know you asked me about my favorite beers, and I'm like, well, the ones that I drink, you know throughout the year, probably most frequently as a pale ale, but every time you get to try one of these imperial stouts, particularly something barrel-aged, it just like knocks your yeah. socks off. So, Speaking of knocking your socks off, what was one of the first beers that did knock your socks off? Like ever? Ever. Like wow beer. Ever. Ever. Like wow beer can yeah. taste like this. Ooh. Don't say Sierra Nevada Pale Ale because Tom will get too excited. Everyone <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I'm yeah, that's that been too consistent. That one's yeah. been I'll tell you this. Yeah. It was definitely something from Russian River. Oh, there we go. Uh, okay. That was okay. one of my first like true brewery, like brewery experiences before I got super into craft beer. It's hard to pick, but I mean Pliny is really high up on my list. Wow, yeah. That are memorable. I don't know. What about you, Matt? Oh, I I, I just said this last time. I went with the Sierra Nevada Pale, so Tom was pretty happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's a given for everybody. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. likes Sierra Nevada Pale Ale because that that it's was high, one of yeah. the first. It's, it's four out of five surveyed. Yes, yeah, exactly. Four out of five. <laughs> right. Well it done. might be probably nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially men of a certain age, it's, it's ninety-nine out of a hundred. Right. Yeah. Right. And Pliny's probably good because it's proximity to Sierra Nevada, right, Tom? You would there say. You I, I would, I can, I can let that one go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll slide. We made a whole trip to go just drink Pliny. So we drove, we we could, that's yeah. how the, the start of our first tour was is just to go drink Pliny the Elder. I don't know if you guys realize that because that was one of my dreams was to go to Russian river and have Pliny the Elder at the source. And I wanted to sit at Sierra Nevada. So we combined it into a trip and I wanted to go back to Sierra Nevada. <laughs> what a trip. Can you guys invite me next time? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. What's the end of that story, Jeff's? Where did that entire trip end? That's a great story, Joe. So we actually, so we do these, uh, um, we're teachers, most of us here. And so we have spring break and our kids have all gone off to college. So we decided it was time for us to take spring break back. So Jeff and I, one time we're sitting around and we are like, well, we really love going to breweries and stuff. How about, you know, what's your dream brewer? And he said he really wanted to go to Sierra Nevada. And I said, well, I want to go to Russian River. And we're like, let's do a trip. So we invited the, uh, the rest of the crew. 
We all loaded into a van with our spouses and we took off for our first spring break trip and we basically uh, did California. So we went up through Sacramento and all the way up to Sierra Nevada, cut over to the coast, came down the coast and stuff like that. Uh, I think in the course of the week we hit uh, we were at 19 breweries or something like 19. that yep. coming back into Carlsbad and we finished at Bergen. That was, uh, but you guys had just opened like when we finished there. So it was like, you are 20th on our first trip. April 8th, 2016. I had it tattooed. Right. April 8th. Yeah. Cause it was my birthday. And I'm like, we're not, we're not finishing on 19 on my birthday. We're going to go right. finish there. And we'd also gone to, what was it? Rulier. And, uh, what was the one that wise guy had had their grand opening that night. So we went there first and then we're like, oh, we can't stop on 19. We're like, Hey, Bergen's close. We're going to go over there. So uh, you guys are a little bit part of our history too, as well. So that's really cool. So let's let's wind that back to the uh, four-year anniversary event. Yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to look a little bit different this year. Typically, what we do is we have a big beer festival out in the front parking lot uh, where we invite generally thirty to fifty breweries, uh, our favorite breweries throughout the nation, like Sierra Nevada, Russian River, um, a bunch of people that we're friends with that just brew stellar beers and we have a big celebration where we can all get together, drink and enjoy what brings us together. That's craft beer this year. Obviously we're not able to have a big festival with over a thousand people there. Uh, I'd be pretty frowned upon. So we decided to pivot a little bit and we decided to really create a drinking experience that incorporated our new chef and food partner down at the Arbor, which is the good seed food company. So we curated a, beer menu and a beer dinner that's going to have a virtual beer tasting component to it as well. And the cool thing about this is that we're using a lot of the items down at the Arbor in this beer dinner. So everyone's going to get a glass. They're going to get two glasses, dinner for two, beer for two, and a insulated bag that you can throw everything in as well. You're going to have the food. It's all going to be prepared in advance and ready to be reheated. The food I... I'm a little biased, obviously, but Chef Chewy just makes some of the best food in San Diego. He's incredible. And we're extremely excited to partner with him down in Little Italy. And this will kind of be the first taste of what the Arbor is going to be. We really want to create an experience down there where all the food and beer were paired together perfectly and that you can mix and match and try things out. So you just have a really nice craft beer experience. And what we're doing with this anniversary is we're bringing that to your home. Nice. Hey, I'm on your website buying this. I just bought my my uh, beer delivered tomorrow. Now I'm checking out the dinner. <laughs> right. Just it make sure to check out by 10 p.m. and it'll get there tomorrow. No, I just I ordered my beer. I'm I'm going to sit at the front door and just wait all day tomorrow. <laughs> now, the dinner it says I can have my four course dinner for two or five course dinner. What's the difference? Oh, dessert. Uh, one course. course. I'm not a bad guy. Yeah, one course. I'm not a bad guy, but I'm going to say it's one course. Okay. Which well, course? What's the course? Oh, so, okay. The, there is a dessert course. So that last course is a dessert pairing with our Moxa collaboration beer. So oh, I got to get that. that. Most that important course. Of course, I got to get that. Although All doctor right. usually likes to have milk with his dessert. I've traveled right. with him quite a bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you should try beer. He not only prefers it, he insists on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be picked up at the brewery and at the Good Seed. Um, we, being a self-distributed brewery, we don't have the logistics in place to get out nationwide. Got it. Um, and, I, and we want to make sure the beer and the food is tasting fresh and um, as we intend it to be. Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm just, I'm just looking it over, too. <laughs> 
One other quick thing you made me think of is that, like, despite the fact that we we can't do, given that it's food, it's not something that we can, like, get outside of, of San Diego, really. So that's why we have the pickup locations either in Carlsbad or in Mira Mesa at the Good Seed Food Company. Um, so those are the two options to pick it up if you want to participate in the whole anniversary event. But the beers that we are releasing exclusively for the anniversary, so the bottle with Moxa and then um, a couple of really exciting cans that we have yet to announce, but we'll be doing very, very soon. Those will be available, all of them for shipping to California. So if you live in California, you'll have the option to get cans and bottles. We only ship uh, cans by the case, um, but we come up with these awesome mixed variety cases with every new release. So we're going to come up with something super rad for the anniversary um, so folks will have the option if you live in California to order that way as well. And they, I'm guessing from doc and talent, they just go to the website. It's pretty easy to find. I'm, I'm yeah. like, my <laughs> cart is growing at this point. I probably need to, I'm going to put, I actually going to put it down for a second. Cause sometimes I tend to binge buy stuff. So <laughs> I'm going to take, take a step back, especially as I've had more and more beer. You guys know that yeah. that's when I start buying the small shirt thing. Oh, I can fit into that yeah. one. That's, yeah. That's so, true. That's true. yeah. So this is, at, I'm at the point of the evening where I'm going to take a step back for a second, take a deep breath and I'll go back and put my order in here shortly. Yeah. We don't want to see you in another small shirt. <laughs> so let's go ahead and grab a second beer so you get yeah. fully into your ordering mode talent yes that's right Mackenzie and matthew have time to have another beer with us absolutely absolutely so what's next well the next beer that you guys are having right now is a very near and dear beer to my heart um this is our first core beer ever and by far our best seller uh Tribana ipa it is a classic West Coast IPA uh, with a new age brewing technique, topped with mosaic and Amarillo. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe this was just canned yesterday. Wow. I think, you can, yeah, you can smell almost the, as you open the can, like you can smell the hot, yeah. the freshness out of the can. It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, yeah. not too many not too many beers where you have that, where you open the can and you actually get a whiff of the, you know, the, the flavors the of the beer. That's pretty, the aroma, yeah. Well, that's what we, we go for. I mean, that's the whole reason we're self-distributed is our fate is in our hands and we make sure that everything's getting out incredibly fresh and it's taken care of every step of the way before it reaches your hands. And we, uh, yeah, so we have our own canning line in the house. So as soon as the beer's ready, we can things up right away. During the pandemic, we've had to can a lot more. And fortunately, people haven't stopped drinking. They're just drinking more cans. True. Guilty. I have noticed that. We might have talked about that before at the last time we talked, but I, I actually think that it will be one of the benefits of coming out of this pandemic from a brewery sense is the amount of beer you can get now in cans. You know, yeah. going into yeah. it, there were most places that you either had to get a, a growler or a crowler from places. And so hopefully that's something that will continue because it's, uh, you know, it allows you to, to take home all your favorite beers from, from breweries. Exactly. Yeah. And a crowler and a crowler are only going to last you 48 exactly. to 72 hours, yeah. whereas a can can last you months. So it's yeah, as soon as the pandemic hit, we all looked at each other like, wow, we are really glad we invested in this very expensive candy line. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's actually been a very common theme through all the places we've spoken to is either they have, we're glad they'd already started one. They were starting one right now, or they were going to go, Hey, we need to put in a canning line because we keep having this mobile canner come around and that's not cost efficient. I think that's something that's happened uh, across the country with regards to, to breweries, just that whole move to canning. Yeah. I don't know about, about you. like I said, this to me again, same thing. It, it, it just, you can see it's like the, the quality of the craft, I guess would be the word you'd use this. It is such a clean drinking IPA. It is so tasteful. 
Um, it has, it's very balanced. Uh, there's, I mean, you can smell, you have the hoppiness, you get that flavor in it, but there's no aftertaste. Uh, again, another just really exceptionally crafted beer. Thank you. This is your uh, No Apologies West Coast IPA, San Diego style. Sit down. <laughs> You're going for a hop ride. Thank you. We we try and implement a bunch of, uh, we're always trying to progress and improve and we'll never be content. Um, and we do implement a lot of different brewing techniques in these beers that give you a lot of that aroma and that flavor up front uh, without that palate wrecking bitterness on the tail end as well. Uh, we try and balance out our IPAs so they're not just, you don't feel like your tongue is just coated in bitterness, um, but more so that you get that flavor, that aroma, you get the nice little hint of bitterness, but then you get that nice clean finish that keeps going back for another sip. And at 7.2%, it's a great lunch beer. It is a great lunch yeah. beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your lunch. Your, your lunch time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's for my lunch. That's true. But it does it does taste like a 7.2% beer. There's some, some that you taste and you go, that's 6.6, that's 7.2. This one, I know this is 7.2 from 6. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're not sneaking this one past yeah, me like that. Honest. Yeah. Like a Pliny, you know, you know, like like a uh, Sculpin. This one's not sneaking. I know what I'm into with this one. Jeff, this is one of those things that you've learned through maturation that you should sip your beer. When you drink something like this, you want to sip and enjoy this, it. This is not this a beer. This was a you're big going. learning thing for me yeah, when I had I to move to sipping 7% beers instead of quaffing 7% beers. Thank you, Mike Lopez, <laughs> for teaching me that. Yeah, that's the that's the trouble with drinking beer and then going to something else like hard alcohol or wine is that <laughs> you have this pace that you drink at. It's yeah. a beer pace, right? Yeah. And then you go to a whiskey and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot... Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> a man must know his limitation. Good. So the lesson there is to start at a whiskey pace and then move into your... sure. I like your name, Joe. Or as Joe calls it, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I was just gonna say that breakfast for Joe. <laughs> Those are usually like Bailey's and that kind of stuff, you know, coffee, coffee liquor. <laughs> Well, thank you again. Can you remind listeners one more time where to go to learn more about getting tickets for the fourth anniversary beer dinner? Yeah, head on over to virginbeer.com. Um, you can easily find links to the tickets on our social media pages. So if you're an Instagram person, just head to the link in our bio. If you're on Facebook, all of our recent posts have easy links to it. But if you go to virginbeer.com, it'll be one of the first things that jumps out at you to scoop those tickets. And I will say they're going pretty fast. We don't I just that. got mine. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank That's you. Awesome. Very fast. Uh, yeah. And then don't forget, hey, $50 of beer, you get free delivery anywhere in San Diego. So take advantage of that. Right. Get some of this Clever Kiwi. Get some of this Trivana. Get some of that Carlsbad Crush. Um, and, and get that delivered to your house and keep supporting local uh, breweries. So Mackenzie Graham was very nice meeting you. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having us, you guys. And Matthew Zerpolo of Virgin Beer Company, Carlsbad, California. Welcome back for a second time, Matthew. Second serving. That's a that's a limited group of people willing to come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> I didn't want to meet you. I'm honored. Yeah, th thank you guys for having me on again. Really appreciate it. And I really hope to have a beer with you guys in person sometime soon. Yes, at, we will. at each Definitely. location. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Take care. Cheers. 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 It's time for our first toast, roast, and pour one out of 2021.
I forgot we do music. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, no, no long time. I was going to ask if Tom would like to start us off with a toast. <laughs> and I'd still like to ask Tom, would you like to start us off with a toast? Yes, I would actually, Jeff. I'd like to start off on a positive note for 2021. I like your style. Yes. And that positive note being Mr. Alex Smith. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you hear an hour of Alex? Smith? Oh my God! Talking of man crush. Have you spooned with Alex? Guys, Crouch? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the <laughs> hit the hay. I'm oh, a fan uh, of the player, <laughs> and I'm here just to congratulate Alex Smith and the Washington Football Team for winning the NFC East at a whopping record of seven and nine. And the I NFC wish them beast. well. That's what I said. The NFC East. No beast. Oh, the beast. Sorry. The beast. That's where all the toughest teams are. At seven and nine. And I wish them well against the infamous Tom Brady and Bruce Arians of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. All right. Here so, you go, Alex Smith. Day. Here's to you. Good luck. Alex, Actually, yeah, I would I love it if they win. I agree, Tom. I'm right there with you on this one. Let's go. I'm rooting for you, Alex. That's right. We all are. Here you go. Short and sweet. We've had enough Tom freaking Brady in the playoffs. That's true. I'm tired of his ass. <laughs> He is a good-looking man, though. I will say that, but I am tired of him winning in the playoffs. He the skip to your ping. He might be the skip to my ping. Well, talent. You have a related toast to that. Uh, yeah, I, I know it's really hard to follow um, Alex Smith stuff, but I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> and so, in 2021, here to start it off again on a positive note, I appreciate that Tom bringing that positivity to the podcast. Uh, I'm going to toast love and marriage. I don't know if you guys have heard of this story, but I'm going to toast this individual. Her name is Rain Gordon. Uh, and she's a woman uh, who is trying to raise awareness of objectum sexuality. So hmm. we've had a lot of things on this podcast. I learned. Can you spell objectum for us? Uh, yeah, it's O B J E C T U M. Objectum sexuality. Basically, what that is, I will def- <laughs> definition. Definition. It's a romantic attraction to objects. It's a romantic attraction to objects. Of course it is. Um, and so this lady Rain recently revealed how she met the love of her life and the love of her life is her briefcase. So yeah. So wait, 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 stop. let's just pause. Let's pause. Okay. Let's pause for a second. <laughs> the love of her life is her briefcase. Yeah. Uh, now when I first, I'm gonna, I would before give I go it was an attache case, but a briefcase seems yeah, pedestrian. Briefcase. Well, and here's the question about the briefcase. I think that's really says a lot about her is obviously she probably wasn't attracted to the outside. It's what was inside. The, the oh. briefcase that probably. Oh, okay. So she, oh, she's yeah. a little deeper yeah. than I am. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. think about that. So yeah, I, I would say, uh, you know, so when I first read this, I was like, wow, this is crazy. But then I thought about it. You know, there have been times that, you know, uh, a beer has been delivered or it's in a glass. And I look at that glass and I go, well, that glass has got some nice curves. Um, oh, that beer looks goodness. really exciting. So anyways, uh, enough said on that. But Rain Gordon. Uh, no, not it, enough. Because check out my glass from Epic. Because Look at that. It is Clayton a beautiful over glass. Epic knows how to do glassware. It is and, a beautiful glass. Hey, glass. He does know how to do glassware. That so sounds like something doctor would say. My gosh. Speaking <laughs> of that, I don't know if you can. I know that this is a podcast, but if you can see my glass from Epic yeah. as well. I'm drinking with my nice tulip glass from Epic. What did you guys get for Christmas from me? A giant stein. I've been using that for arm curls. Yeah, so good. Because I need you guys to get in shape. That's exactly right. All right, so back to objectum sexuality. Let me explain a little bit, because I know Todd is over there. He's like going, what the heck is this? What the hell? So Rain Gordon, this this girl, she's actually not a girl. She's 24 years old, uh, 24-year-old woman. Girl. uh, Girl. She recently revealed that uh, she married her briefcase, who she named 
Gideon and in a ceremony that was officiated by her friend in June. So during the pandemic, during June. So she got married to her briefcase. Uh, henceforth, the briefcase will be known as Gideon. That's the name she gave to her briefcase. So, yeah, so uh, there you go. Follow along. That's right. Um, so, wondering, what the hell's in the freaking briefcase? Well, that's exactly. But but Rain basically says, you know, she's dated men in the past, um, but she says she's always been more interested in objects than people. Basically, this eventually grew into a sexual attraction. So she says she met her future husband, the briefcase Gideon, back in August of 2015 uh, after buying him at a hardware store as a prop for a photo shoot. Who buys a briefcase at a hardware store? Oh, so it was shallow at the beginning. It was, it was all about looks at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a model. He's a model. Yes, it was love at first sight, really, when you think about it. She was attracted to him. Uh, she says, I admired how he looked, but I didn't think anything more. And then she slowly realized, hey, I'm falling in love with this briefcase. So uh, she says their, their spiritual connection is uh, shown telepathically. Uh, she says she hears him and he hears me. But from the outside, it looks like it's just a monologue. So most of us can't understand the depth of this relationship. Sure, that's fair. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I never heard of objectum sexuality. So that's why I'm toasting it. And the reason why I'm really toasting this as opposed to roasting this is because I believe that as a result of this and this information is that the good news is that if this 24-year-old can get married to a briefcase, then there's hope for everyone. Um, and this is 2021. Yeah. This is the year of hope. Um, so no one out there should tell us, "Hey, I can't find someone," or "I'm never going to." I can't, find, gonna love. Get, I I can't find, find love, and I'm never going to get married because if a briefcase can get yeah. married, then so can you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. so there you go. You, you don't Tell- need Match.com. You don't. Exactly. You know. You just look around your house. Look around the garage. There's yeah. love. There's love. Just have to be the kind of person love. that does their luggage shopping at a hardware store. Yeah, yeah that's can it. you go out at Home Depot? Love and marriage. That's what I'm saying, guys. This is the year of hope, 2021. Year of hope. There we go. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. Objectum sexuality, guys. Look into it. It it is a thing. I think their secret code for their marriage is one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) And very well could be. (laughs) Like I said, like I said, she is as attracted to him on the outside as what's inside of him. I think that's the that's the where really the the sweet part of this is. I thought there was a big reveal on the inside. So did Todd, but apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I guess it's nothing on the inside. So there's my toast. My toast, I you know, it's not on the on the schedule, but I'm going to toast you guys because what the hell else am I going to do on a Wednesday night or whenever we to- we record this? I can learn about briefcase love. So <laughs> toast welcome. to you guys for drinking beer and you know spicing up my weekdays. Yeah, Cheers! You're, you're welcome. Educational podcast. We've said that at the That's core. Right. Uh, I, I actually went a little bit into the dock side for my roast. If I may, Ooh, if I may move good. into roast, I, I tapped into the yeah, wild side like Doc does. Uh, Doc, this has to do with wildlife in New York City. I want to roast squirrels in New York City. Oh. They're running rampant. Roast their nuts. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> literally roast yeah. squirrels. I do not. I do not. I just want to figuratively roast them. Okay. There, um, very good. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Over twenty random squirrel attacks in New York City parks uh, since December. Apparently, the squirrels are are tired of taking a back seat in the news to murder hornets and zombie deer and That's COVID and all the other yeah. apocalyptic headlines. They're not rabid, but the scientists can't figure out what's wrong with them, what's leading to this hyper-aggressive behavior. Basically, the squirrels are now hunting down humans as soon as they walk anywhere near the parks. Oh, Eastern gray squirrels, they have an attack speed of 15 miles per hour, can jump oh. eight feet. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. That's exciting. Wow. 
Rock. Another reason not to visit New York. I have all, I like, right now I have two reasons to visit New York and I have at least four reasons not to visit yeah. New York. So we're going to okay. see where it balances out. So go oh, ahead. Gets, what do you hear about their attack mode though? These things are vicious. They start in low. They jump on a person. Then they start climbing upwards, biting and scratching their ways to the eyeball. Yes. Micheline Frederick was attacked on December 21st. And she said, and I'm going to quote here, the squirrel just didn't care. It wanted something. It wanted blood. And since the attack, she now leaves her home carrying a shovel. That's a good point. Safety first. So that's where you are. If you're New York City, anywhere near a park, you're just walking around with a shovel on full wow. alert for an wow. eight foot jumping speed rush from a from a squirrel. So wow. 2021 was supposed to be better. So I say to the squirrels, back off, stay in the tree or yeah. stay in your lane. Stay in your stay lane. lane right now. This Roast is the year of hope, throat. people. This is the year of hope. Don't yeah. don't kill it on our first yeah. podcast. Back off. Can we call in bull sharks to attack squirrels? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. I don't think you want to anyway. I don't think you want to mix those two things because that could create a super there's villain. Lakes and Central Park. I've read. Yeah, I was just gonna say there's water in Central Park. You never know; they might show up. Anyone else got a roast tonight? I can't follow that. I'm no, we were trying to stay you. positive, but I thought that yeah. fit. No, no, that's gonna keep me awake tonight. That's gonna keep me awake tonight. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> And we're off to pour one out. Talent, you want to start us off with pour one out, or you want, or should I be smart and go before you? I, I don't really care. You, you. I'm I hate you following you on any toast roast. Right, you go first. You go first. Then <laughs> I've been paying attention over the last year and a half. Following you, you that's a that's a tough deal. It's like following Joe. So, like, right, right on the story. You don't want to put story to story next to Joe. All right, I got a quick pour one out for uh, extraterrestrials. Well, actually, it shouldn't be a poor one. It's poor one out for the planet Earth. Okay, good. Better. Yeah, because of the ETs, the extraterrestrials. Astronomers hunting for radio signals from alien civilizations have detected an intriguing signal from Proxima Centauri, our nearest star system, 4.2 light years away, if memory serves. It's what scientists call a techno-signature. The signal has shifted slightly during observation, which is clearly an attempt to communicate to us from alien sources. Theoretical physicist Alexander Berezin, who's studying this, suggests that any civilization capable of exploring and communicating beyond their own solar system must, use the word must here, be on a path to, quote, unrestricted growth and expansion at the expense of smaller in-the-way organisms. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow. that's yeah. us, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. That's a little scary now. Communicating <laughs> To make this it is a better. good story. Yeah, yeah, because forget the coronavirus. We have something better to worry about. Right. And if yeah, he tried good. to listen to his way of trying to make it better, I'm not suggesting that a highly developed civilization would wipe out other life forms. Most likely they won't take notice the same way a construction crew demolishes an anthill to build real estate. We'll just be in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's true. Yeah. So now, that, now I not only have to worry about squirrels. The squirrels suddenly are not so much a problem, not, not right? That's an issue. I can deal with squirrels. So time may be limited. Okay. So I think we should start asking the important questions right now. Who are these folks? What advancements in brewing technologies have they made? That's what were their sure. first wow beers? Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to ask you, you you mentioned what's the closest galaxy to us or whatever. What was the thing you said? Oh, Nebulous. It's four point two. Yeah, what are the years. what are the best breweries in Proxima Nimali? I looked on that on Google and nothing came up. Uh, exactly. No, guys, I'm reaching out to them. I'll let you okay, know. Thank you. <laughs> if we get them on the podcast for a quick interview. 
Um, so that we, would be really good. And if may not, have over there going, we heard a message. I think it's about beer. Yeah. Let me check. It's I and like if beer. Not, yeah. See if you can get William Shatner on the line because we're gonna make, we might need some protection. Um, so one way or the other, we need. To, I don't know which way we go on this, but uh, I feel like that was a Star Trek episode at yes. some point. Yes. So um, optimism. Okay. We may have the end of the world in our future, but somehow that doesn't really seem surprising after 2020. And if we can get a few good beers out of the deal, I'm I'm willing to negotiate our surrender. I, I agree with you. I would say with that too. Yeah. What would beer taste like on another planet? Right now, I'm going to feel like it's going to taste like the beer I'm drinking right now, which is really good. This Trivana there. Trivana, yeah. All right. Now I will step aside for the master. No, no. Mine's very short as well, but um, I'm pouring one out for winning. Oh, no. Yeah, winning. Uh, and here's here's what I'm going to say is it I believe I'm not exactly sure on the calendar or the dates, but I think it was a little over four years ago that there was an individual that said we were going to win so much that we would get tired of winning. I, I can't remember who that was, but somebody said that. <laughs> I believe you. And I remember. so, yeah, I, I don't know. Some of you guys might know better about that. I was trying to find the quote. I couldn't find the quote, but basically we're going to get tired of winning because we're winning so much. So I'm surprised that it basically took me so long, but in looking at kind of recent and current events in our country, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I am tired of winning. He was right. I'm, I'm tired of winning. So that's what I'm doing. I'm pouring one out for winning because apparently winning is not all it was cracked up to be. Um, and so I'm thinking here as we start 2021, it's time to pour one out for winning. And maybe let's start looking for some other options. I don't know about you guys. I think it's tie or losing, right? Uh, you, you know, hey, the ties right now sound really good because the winning is getting really old. Ties are good. Ties are good. Yeah, Let's go ties. getting old. So, and I, you know, what? like yeah, I said, that guy, I don't want you know that he was obviously he knew what he was talking about at the time. So, like I said, many people crazy about winning right now. We yeah, need, we need it was about four, four plus four plus years ago where we had that quote. I can't. I, I looked for it. I couldn't find it. You know, you guys do your research. So there we have it. Thank you. I I think that works. I know I'm exhausted. You know who also is exhausted from winning? I think I brought this up a couple podcasts ago. Joe Biden. I think he won Georgia three more times since. Uh, yeah, since no. It's, like I said, that's, that's why I said I'm pouring it out. Hard winning work. is getting. Winning is exhausting. It is exhausting. Hard we work. need to come up with something else to balance things out right now. And boring. I mean, winning's boring. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know about boring. I don't know about boring. I was watching the news today. I don't know how boring that uh, was. But <laughs> exhausting. I'm going to go with exhausting. All right, Tom. How are you doing on, on pours for 2021? You you got something for us or you're taking a break? Alex Smith is still alive. I'm going to take a page out of my dad's book and do a little PMA here. Positive mental attitude. <laughs> nice. I like it. I think we're going to go a while. Okay. All right. Without any. I, I hope you're right. Out. That's good. That's I hope good. you're right. That's a good way to start. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. It's the new year, and you know what everyone in the beer world is waiting for, right? It is time now for the 2020 Beersies. Insert award music now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the mu music is. Maybe we need to come up with some music for the Beersies. I forgot to tell Tom we needed award music. And it needs to be dramatic, some 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 type of dramatic music, I think, at this like point. Like the that's uh, millionaire music when they when the, yeah, the lights come yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. All right, there we go. All right, let's move on. Maybe for next year, we'll get the music. Next year, um, we'll get the Just music. use that monologue. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> next year, we're going to get the music. Uh, but for right that now, is our country, right 
because of COVID, the music wasn't in the budget, so we didn't we were able <laughs> we to hire this. the music. But we will have music for 2021. All right, okay. that's a promise to everyone. All right, beersies, boom, go. 2020 beersies, and the categories are. All right, category one, best sour. Early favorites for the best sour. I'm going to go right now. Uh, Modern Times had their Fruitlands Mai Tai edition. That was a suggestion from uh, Beer Night in San Diego, and it was a phenomenal suggestion. Love that beer. And you're all on board with best sours this year. I pretty much am sour. I'm Mr. Sour now. I'm just going to say that. So I would say you both are. Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and, and I know this is a little late, but a toast to Padre mm-hmm. yeah. for converting you to. He that. was a translator. He, he was, was ahead of his time. He, he was saw persistent. Yeah. Hey, I have always, not gone to the dark side yet. Yep. But you have always had a couple you like. That producer I have a couple I like. Yeah. Has great vision. Great vision. But it is nowhere near the top of my list of a beer I'd order first at a brewery. That's pretty much what I order first now in 2020. <laughs> so uh, the upside down, I think I think they call that the upside down. It is the upside down. I now go to breweries and I the first thing I order is a sour. Still driving the hazy train, boys. I don't yeah. care. You know, could right. be, call it a fad, call it what you will. Yeah. Hazy train. It's your fad. Oh, or the hazy train. It's your fad, baby. All right. Next. Next category, best ale. And I assure you, Virgin's Carlsbad Crush is on that list. I agree. Early favorite. Early favorite. Hazy, baby. Uh, next, we have the best IPA. And I, I would say one of the early favorites, best IPA, was the Belching Beaver. I believe it might have been a collab with Carl Strauss, uh, but that High Expectations. That was a great oh, beer. Yeah. yeah, great beer. You know, we got to get Belching Beaver on because they'd done something with their brewing team. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Last year that we need to know about. I, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm, I'm going to take one from Tom's book and be positive. That's what I'm going to leave it at is their beers have really... Really, no, I, I think it's a good call because I feel like during the when we were allowed to go to outside venues, Belching Beaver, that pub 980, I sat out on their outside area more than any other brewery during this. this yeah, yeah. Right? And their their beers are, are really good. So um, I, I agree with you. We need to get them on. Best lager is our next category. Yeah. I You know what? I'm going to go with early favorite best lager. One of my favorite breweries is Epic's uh, Fest Beer. Also great. Uh, a ride around Oktoberfest. That that beer is a tough one to beat. Had a whole keg of that. Took care of it myself. Picked it up yep. in March and was done by June. No, yep. by May. Yep. Nice. <laughs> uh, next, we had uh, best dark beer. I'm going to say actually right now, best dark beer. Probably early favorite. Uh, and I think it might have, I don't know if it was a nominee last year, but always been one of our favorites is that Bear Roots Brewing's Bear Cookie. Yeah. Uh, that is a great beer. Let's go get some of that for our next podcast. I, I actually, right now, I, yeah, I might go see. Are they still open right now? Because I don't know. But if not tomorrow, tomorrow. I've got Coronado Brewing's Early Bird, that coffee stuff. Yeah, that is another really good beer. I, I agree with that. And you know what? Uh, to go outside the state, I've been drinking a lot of that Epic, not Epic, Epic Brewing. And a bunch of their bigger, their big bad Baptiste, which is all their barrel age stuff. Oh my, I've had so many versions of that. It is so good. That's a tough category. That's going to be a tough category. Another one that's kind of new for you, best Belgian style. We got talent on board with adding that as a category. Well, I, I believe that, you know, when the new year comes, you're supposed to have these things that you're going to you're going to embrace, right? They're going to make you a better person. Resolutions. Uh, resolutions. Thank you for that. So I decided that my New Year's resolution is I'm going to uh, attack the Belgian style this year, uh, which is huge steps for my part because I would never drink Belgian at all, but I'm going that route. 
And so I'm looking forward to the categories. I want to see who wins this one because that might be the beer I start with. It's going to make you a better person, talent. It's going to make you a That's better. what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Well, Sours made me a better person in a lot they of have. ways. No, I completely uh, agree. And so I, I'm feeling good with that. So you're the best person. Yes, I appreciate no, that. Better. Yeah. Best is yeah. A, Todd's the best person. Of course. Yeah, it's true. Oh, thank you. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I don't know what you want. Acceptable. Acceptable. We'll go with acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next one is best seasonal holiday brew, which should be an extremely large category. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say right off the top, there's, there's so many in this that it's hard to pick an early favorite. Uh, but one of the most, the ones I we've had most recently, we had black Ravens Festivus was a fantastic. Oh yeah. We also had Tim Wang's, the, the home brewer who did a collab with Alesmith that mashed monstrosity. I don't know if you guys have had yours yet. Oh my gosh, that was so good. It tasted like a, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Uh, that was fantastic. There's a lot of really good beers in this category. It's going to be a tough one. And I, and I, and I believe that Todd is actually one of the beers I see here is that Figaro's their, their Schrader brow Marzen. Oh, I think yeah. Todd is still sitting on like a case of like 30 or 40 of those bombers. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah, you want to try that one, then I uh, changed my mind. Todd, Todd is the best. Todd Thanks is. to Tom. I got a couple <laughs> cases of that. Yeah, Tom, so, when, when, when's your daughter going back? I need to order a couple more cases of that. Yeah, that was yeah, good stuff. Uh, I, I think pretty much just contact Mount Figaro and just say, I'll take what you got. I'll take the yeah, rest. What do you got left? What I got, got left? I'll, take the, I'll take everything. Yeah. Yeah. One of everything. <laughs> And one glass. <laughs> yeah. And one glass. Exactly. That's perfect. And my favorite category, best beer name. Now, Doc's in charge of this category, but we we stated early on when he came up with or introduced us to Citra Ass Down that that was the early. Category. Yeah. Early favorite. Yeah. Right. You know, I was looking over some of the nominees and I think this list is continuing to grow, but I saw some in here that I thought that were pretty fantastic. I saw uh, Southern Prohibition Brewing, which is out of Mississippi. Um, they have the outlaw Ghosty Whales great movie uh, um uh, i thought denton county brewing which is out of denton texas they have the tony hop skate park i thought that was a pretty good one <laughs> and and again if we're going to bring in the spanish version for our spanish listeners rar and sons which is a brewery out of fort worth texas they have the adios pantalones which i think most beers <laughs> could be called adios pantalones. <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i think we've all been there at some point in our drinking history yeah. that we've had a drink that is like hey no. Adios, Pantalones. Uh, so that's a great name as well. And Rosarito. Then, yeah. Adios, yeah. Pantalones. There's a video of it. Yeah, I yeah. So I, I, I agree with that. Adios, todos las ropas. Exactamente, exactamente. Yeah. The last one I saw it here, and I mean, honestly, we're going to have, this is probably going to be the toughest one to beat for 2020, um, was Ale Asylum came up with their f covid beer yeah uh you know i don't know that's gonna be a tough one to beat so but this category is gonna be all all names that we have actually had so far yeah, on this podcast. and actually oh, every one of those beers we've yeah, all had yeah, so sure. it'll, it'll be really interesting I, i'm not sure where that one's gonna right. go but so, uh, so tune in tune in check the website yeah yeah those are some yeah, good yeah. ones vote on twitter vote on our different uh, social platforms as far as what you think uh some great names uh people have been above and beyond in terms of their naming of beers you know when you're sitting around drinking your beer you know, with a bunch of buddies going, what should we name this stuff? <laughs> Get some creative names. I am going to say this, that now from now on, pretty much almost every beer, as I'm sitting around drinking every night, I'm just going to be going like, adios, pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a Wednesday night for me. <laughs> yeah, that is a Wednesday night. I also think we should uh, have a not a beer category for our listeners to say, mm. what of God's that not a beer be really good. is uh, the winner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. N A D A, not the a beer. Best, the, the best yeah. the not beers. a beer yeah. he goes to. 
Yeah. Well, what I would say is maybe Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, I don't know. I don't know if you have their contact information, but if we could find the Beersy committee, uh, the people that create these awards, maybe that's a recommendation we make to them because that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. And then the other the last one we hear is is the homebrewing Beersies, um, which was down at the bottom. And we've got Damon Adamo, Yellow House Brewing, Tim Huang, who again gave us that monster or that mash monstrosity and then david zitvich of z style brewing uh we've met some really cool home brewers and the the product that those guys are producing are phenomenal i'm gonna predict that i, I don't know in that category it could be a tie no I, they, I don't know. they all get one yeah i mean this they year we talked about it we've already poured it out for winning so ties are in um <laughs> and uh, that could be the category where ties can make their presence they can out. make their statement i don't know how you tell the difference between them they were so good. So there we go. Th- those are our early nominees for the beer scenes. Where where can they find the nominees, Jeff? Well, there's one more. There's the coveted best new to us beer podcast too. So oh, that's a good some point. I forgot about that. Shout one. out from all our podcast friends from Twitter that that uh, we've been a part of and and learned about this year. So yeah. the nominations are on our website. I like beerthepodcast.com. Right. Go there, check them out, and we will be announcing the winners at the end of the month. What about? Best second year podcast. Is that a category this year? Yeah, that one was nailed down. There's really just one. one <laughs> no, um, I, didn't, I didn't know if that was a. And shoulders. No, I didn't know if that was a category this year. Um, we'll have to talk to the committee and see where they are on that one. But best second year podcast. No sophomore jinx. What's that? <laughs> no sophomore jinx. We didn't yeah. drill down on best hosts, uh, yeah. best uh, wild thing episode. True. There's, we, there's some things. We there. didn't really yeah. just didn't pat ourselves on the back enough, but there's time. I'll talk to the committee. Yeah. Talk to the committee. See what you, I know you, well, yeah, you're the I only know. one that sound that it goes to. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to know, but I'm super excited about the beersies. I, like, this is my favorite time of the year. The beersies are always something that I really look forward to. So magical. It is magical. That's a good, to- yes. Good call. Can we have an award show where we just win everything? I don't, yes. I know that you guys, be, I, I'm gonna you say guys it, are in a tying, but you know, let's, let's go with just, we yeah. win everything. Yeah. But that could be inappropriate. We wouldn't want to stoop to that level. I, no, we don't try this this podcast up. I'm going to win one for the Wizzies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. Make sure you check out Virgin Beer Company. Thank you to Mackenzie Graham for joining us and Matthew Zerpolo for joining us. Thank you, listeners, for spending the hour with us. Quick reminder, find and subscribe to our I Like Beer, the podcast YouTube channel. And don't forget, check out the website. See those Beersy nominations. If you have anything to add, you know how to get a hold of us. We'd love to keep talking, but right now we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.